The McElroy brothers are not experts. And their advice should never be followed. Travis claims he's a sexpert. But if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this podcast kind of is for kids, I guess. Just in case you, you babies out there know how cool you are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? Justin McElroy. And I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother and 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. Thank you. Now, I want to say, as a longtime Huntingtonian, first off, welcome to our city. What a joy it is to have you here. I want to tell you it is a genuine honor and a pleasure to be playing here in the beautiful and historic Keith Albee Theater. Now, you will know the Keith Albee from its storied history as the place where that It's Trash GIF was made. Damn! Justin, I was going to make that exact joke. So well, it's fast. not a joke. It's history, Travis. Uh, it's a notable feature of this building that downstairs I opened a door and said it's trash. And it became a very useful GIF for a lot of people from 2016 on. I'm sorry for that. It's a storied theater. Uh, and a lot of great times here. Griffin, you had kind of your own adventure. Yeah, fun time. Earlier today. Beautiful. So, so glad to be here. In- Can I tell it from my point? Sure, I think it'll hit harder if you hear it from Travis's point of view. So I got a... Okay, this came after Griffin's wife, Rachel, said, where is Griffin? There, she's known for other things than being Griffin's yeah. wife. You've seen well, her what perform I in say two is, podcasts. Uh, Rachel's husband, Griffin, had gone missing. <laughs> and she said, where is my husband, Griffin? And Justin and I simultaneously, without checking, said, potty. And then, five minutes later, I get a call from Griffin that says, hey, it's your brother Griffin. (laughs) You may know me from being Rachel's (laughs) husband. And then he said, I'm on the third floor. I'm stuck in the bathroom. (laughs) So, first, I tried to go up that set of stairs and almost ate it onto the stage in front of you all. And then I learned you can only get to the third floor from that set of stairs. And then I reached it, and I said, Griffin, are you locked in? And he said, no, just stuck. The dang door got stuck. Listen, folks. Hey, it's me, Griffin McElroy. Um, It was not my finest moment, 
And the worst part is that I don't only asked Travis to come help me out. So I heard the news ripple literally up a flight of stairs onto a completely different section of the theater. Because I called Travis in the basement, and then I heard very quickly people on the first floor saying, yeah, Griffin's stuck in the bathroom. You probably then, heard my, my peals of laughter, my absolute delight. Later, while I was still on the phone with Griffin, I looked at Justin and said, he's stuck in the bathroom. Yeah. It was another... <laughs> I announced... Yeah, I did announce it mid-call. It was a good few minutes there before anyone came to fetch me from the bathroom. And I, I do want to point out, Griffin was not locked in. Just stuck. He couldn't physically open the door. Because the paint, the paint of the door frame and the door had Listen. like sealed it. I, I did, to be fair, have to shoulder check it open. I have, I, I have a weak body. I love this theater. I love this theater. It does say on the signs hanging over the toilets backstage, it says, don't flush anything other than toilet paper to help preserve our historic plumbing. And I wanted to respond to this bathroom sign and say, this is history still in the making. I could have, a, I could have an important chapter in the history of this toilet. This History very is evening. a living document. Yes. So, as you've certainly guessed... Griffin's fine I now. I spent three minutes locked in a bathroom knowing not, everyone backstage knew I was in there and there didn't do... It was locked. like that Ray Bradbury story. There was an army of carolers. <laughs> laughing at me! To the point where three different people walked by, and as I went up, I heard a caroler say, we might as well just keep the stairs open. So as you've guessed by this point, it's an advice show that we do around here. It is a genuine pleasure to have you all on Huntington. I've met many of you uh, at Jolly Pirate Donuts. I met you uh, in line when I brought some of you Jolly Pirate Donuts. I met some of you when I tried unsuccessfully to park in the parking lot um, outside the theater and was chided by our fans so ribaldly that I chickened out of parking and drove away. Now, Jamie, we did get an audience question that said, why did Justin try to run me down in the parking lot? I was going very slowly, and why were you in a parking lot? You can still kill someone slowly. It's for cars. And softly. It's for cars. It's an advice show. Pleasure to be here in the historic Keith Albee Theater. <laughs> I am a master model builder for Legoland Discovery Center. Every day I have dozens of parents that come through and comment on how easy and fun my job must be. While this is true for the most part, I still have the deadlines and paperwork of any other office job. Any other any office other, job? Come on, this is me, uh, Justin. There are lawyers. <laughs> yeah, there's lawyers and stuff. There are doctors. Uh, my question is this. How do I keep their fantastical view of the job alive while still preserving my fragile ego with the amount of real work I do? That's from Self-Centered in Central Ohio. Are you here? Hi. Nice. Do you have any paper made of Lego bricks you could write upon? What because then they would have to watch you make the paper and then maybe a pen made out of Legos and then you try to write and it doesn't work. This is a fantastic world Travis has swept us all away into. 
A subtle way to do it is if you just left all around Legoland um, just a little bit of blood from your hands. <laughs> and you wouldn't even make a big... I'm not saying you walk... Maybe you do walk around with bandages all over your hands and you let the parents piece it together. Oh, and maybe like a Lego sign that says, it's been zero days since our last incident. Just a bunch of headless Lego dolls scattered around the park. Maybe just a bin of heads. <laughs> and you could be like, oh, those? We don't talk about those. <laughs> this is what happens when I lose focus for a second. <laughs> Look at that Chewbacca. I spent all day on that Chewbacca. His leg fell off. <laughs> fell the heck over. Dang. And OSHA's on my... OSHA's on mm. my keister. Oh, oh. Yeah, this is a no-cursing show. We're going to do our best. <sighs> OSHA's on my keister. It has to happen, right, that something you're building collapses. Maybe not all the time. Hopefully. No, you are going to have to sabotage some of your own creations. To but prove... something so beautiful it cannot exist. Right. Something, maybe you're making the Sistine Chapel. And maybe God destroys it. <laughs> God destroys your Lego chapel because it's, it's better than his chapel. Yeah, and then you just fall to your knees and you curse to the heavens like you do. Next thing you build and out. And Tom Hanks comes in and says, yeah. May, next now, thing. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. How, was that a Da Vinci code? I'm trying to think of literally any other Tom Hanks movie it that is, it would be. but I okay. also just assume that at this point Tom Hanks is a mouthpiece for God. Okay. And, and, is like, at, uh, and he is also at Legoland most yeah. days. Most he time. loves them. He loves it. He loves Legos. He likes the noise, actually. That's the thing. It's not the aesthetics. It's the snap noise. It says ASMR. Hey, how about a Yahoo? Yes, please. This one was sent in by Adrian Cowles. Are you here? No. I, wait. Shh. Are you here? Oh, maybe uh, not. Oh, man. I thought Adrian was supposed to be here. I may be putting Adrian on blast, and maybe Adrian doesn't want Adrian, to be on blast. Adrian, are you not <laughs> here? <laughs> it's not good. Okay. Anyway, Adrian Cowles is a hero to all. Uh, it's from Yahoo Answers user uh, Jamoka, who asks, With all the milk Santa drinks, where does he go when he has to go? Obviously in the sleigh. Oh, that would be my guess, is he's got a Santa's little helper, if you know what I mean. I don't. Uh, Viagra? Not Viagra. A bucket that like he calls cup? Santa's little helper? A suction, like, kind of like the mask that drops down on the, an airplane, but He's for, got a tube. He he's has got a, a tube in there. And he's got a tube in there, and he just pees into it, and then it fills up a pouch. Just one? Because it's a lot of milk. It's um, a lot of pouches, and they're... The sleigh is most... It's 10% presents, 90% Santa pee pouches. Griffin, have you seen that thing that you uh, attach to a spigot and it fills up a bunch of water balloons at once? Yes. It's like that. And then he dumps them into the ocean. Okay. Santa has been studying with Sting, and just at the end of... Once a night. Oh, wow. Travis has just introduced a fascinating new concept into my life, which is how long can Sting go without having to I'm just saying, drain the main vein, to, as they say. Okay, if Santa had to stop every time... I'm just realizing that as Sting gets older, 
He will be able to have tantric sex without. Hold on one sec. Nutting. Uh, nutting. <laughs> it's on the line for more and more time, but have to go to the bathroom more and more frequently. So he will have to listen. I'm not gonna, you know. <laughs> I don't want you to think. I don't want you to think that I'm gonna, you know. I just gotta, you know. The other one that comes the, out. The uh, make some of the fields. I'm gonna of, keep my lapel mic on. <laughs> I gotta make some of the fields of gold, if you know oh, what no. I'm saying. I will not. L and then I was L going to say L the c word, but I think that I will not not. Okay. Little Gordon's gotta. Yeah. I want to move away from. No. This Impossible. Region. Impossible. I'm just saying that if Santa had to stop. Yeah. Every let's even say one hour, two hour, to relieve himself. Right. That's a lot of time lost. I think he has to make it to the end of the night, and, and then, then just a two-hour goes long. crazy. In <laughs> no. Okay. You know what? Here's the only thing that makes sense. I. Okay. That's a thousand. Okay. That's that's a quarter in the swear jar, and I'm sorry. The that's only. A bleep. Also, this whole conversation. I forgot we had an ASL, <laughs> ASL interpreter. And I'm sorry for that. I am so sorry for you and you and us. So anyway, the only thing that makes sense is that Santa's peeing in your house and he's doing it while he's eating the cookies. It's the only time, <laughs> the time lost. The time lost. Time lost is pee lost. It's he's a net neutral. He's taking the cookies into the bathroom. He's urinating. He's eating the cookies and drinking the milk. Ouroboros, the snake eats its own tail. The cycle continues ad infinitum. Unless, <laughs> unless Santa Claus is just always going a little bit. ABP. <laughs> Just a little bit. That's what they don't tell you in the Santa Claus <laughs> film. It says here that no matter what, my beard grows back all the time because I killed a man and that's my eternal punishment. And I'm always kind of peeing, sort of. That's the thing is he only eats and drinks one night of the year and then pees a little, bit a little bit for the, the next the 364 the days. I have another question here. Please. And I'm sure you're all relieved to hear that. Not literally relieved. I'm a zookeeper at a small zoo in West Virginia. Humble brag. Sometimes people who come to the zoo think that some of our animals are fake. Alligator, Burmese python, etc. Those are some animals. They usually ask me if they are real because they don't move around a lot. I respond with a yes, but even then they aren't convinced. What are some ways I can absolutely convince them these guests that our animals are real. That's from Real Wild and Real Wonderful Animal Keeper. Are you here? Hello. Hello. To be fair, some of those people also think they're dead. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> are those real and also alive? Because <laughs> I'm a zoo cop. <laughs> that is fair. I've taken, I'm a bad zoo man. I've taken my three-year-old to a lot of zoos, too. And... 
most of the time when she sees any animal, even an active animal, she's like, is that real? Because there are animatronics and holograms now. It's hard to know, let alone like an alligator who's just sitting there. If we're being honest, the alligator isn't bringing a lot to the table. Yeah, alligators are whack. That's a deep fake puma. That's not a real. Um, I think the way you can get around this, especially with the alligator and especially with the Burmese python, is to open the door and just say, go on in. Now, wait, Griffin, okay. Maybe it's real, maybe it isn't. Are you brave enough to find out? Okay. It's not an escape room, Griffin. Let's see, put up or shut up if these are real or not. If they're real, you're going to be real dead. (laughs) Hey, Griffin, you know a zookeeper is not mostly there to protect the animals, right? Listen, they are, if you ask me. Here's the other thing. How many times do you think a professional zookeeper gets to say the phrase, go on in then? Before they lose their job and charges are pressed against them. Like once, right? It's just the once. But how many well, times? Hold on. If that, is, if that is started with, did you sign the waiver? Go on in. <laughs> because there are things where you can go in and meet penguins. And sometimes penguins are having a real bad day. But the kids will see. The kids will see. The blood. The kids will see the blood as the beautiful, beautiful python. Eats the disbelieving grandma. And then the kids will go, I've learned a lot about humanity. This is an educational zoo. Thank you. I've for learned about snake amity today. Oh, that's one thing you could do is you could put a fake python in the python zone, but have like a human outline sort of inside of the fake python, and then be like, go on in then. That guy thought the pythons were fake. Look how he fared. Not good, it seems. How about a Yahoo? I love that, Griffin. Thank you. A lot of people sent this one in. It's from an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who is, I'm going to call, uh, Torbents asks, Torbents asks, what happened if the cops are arresting someone on December 23 and it hits midnight on Christmas Eve? Will they stop as they close Christmas? So um, the, the premise is beep, 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 beep. you're free to go. Shoot. We're no, close Christmas. But more than, okay, if they meant every word of that intentionally, what it is saying is, oh, we've hit midnight. It's now the 24th. And this paperwork will take us at least 24 hours. No, they're closed for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Why do you want them to work all the time? Come on. Let them not hold time with their families. When are they going to leave cookies out for Santa That's fair. You're right. You've got, oh, you did murder eight people, but I got to get home and put that goose on the stove. (laughs) It's okay. I can't murder on Christmas Eve anyway. Good night, coppers. I'll I'll be back on Boxing Day. (laughs) (laughs) When I'm putting all those people in boxes. (laughs) Sorry, fella. Sorry, fellas. It's December 24th. There's Santa's problem now. <laughs> the I- what I'm suggesting is this. He knows bum, that bum, you've bum. been sleeping. He knows if you're awake. He knows if you did larceny. So he's the cops now. 
And I'm saying December 24th and 25th, Santa's out there. He sees everything that's happening. Santa can be cops yes. on those Santa days. Is that is why no murder has ever happened on the 24th or 25th. I'm not Santa's saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying they don't get toys. Which is, I think we can all agree, the worst no, punishment. The worst not. thing that can happen to There you. has to be a third list, yes, if Santa's cops for two days. Oh, so naughty, nice, death <laughs> penalty. Naughty. <laughs> Nice list, naughty list. Slay. <laughs> Slay's pretty good. Nice list, naughty list, naughty list special victims unit. <laughs> when him and his partner, Christopher Maloney, go out, I would watch that show. I would watch that show. I don't have anything else. Santa's cops for two days. That's Santa's it. cops. That's where Santa's we're at. Santa's cops for two days. Uh, should we move on to another question? I, I have a segment. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, so I have a segment. You might not have heard it yet. It is a newer segment. Oh, this one's good. Okay. Bum, 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 bum. Reach for the stars. In this segment, I'm going to read some reviews from Amazon, and Justin and Griffin have to guess what the product is. Now this, this is only two, this is only two reviews. I've got three different products here. This is okay. a short one. Okay. The, uh, this is a three-star review out of five. The subject line is short-lived. I love this guy, but sadly, I got him out for a second season, and he no longer works. Wish you would have lasted longer. Uh, and, and also, I've never mentioned this before, but one person found this helpful. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say it is a Christmas-themed Big Mouth Billy Bass. Okay. S Christmas sprinkler. Okay. This one might give it away. This is from Roger. This is a five-star review. For my granddaughter... She loves it. He can really twerk. Is it a twerking Santa trap? Yes, it is a, Santa... a twerking Santa. Yes, it is a twerking Santa, Justin. That I... poor first person. I know. I what is this broken twerking Santa look? <laughs> this poor low energy. Uh, uh. <laughs> Wouldn't it... Would it you have given... Anything to be in the room when this old man stares down at his Santa and says, Oh, dang thing's supposed to be twerking. <laughs> hey, hey, watch it. I'm gonna plug him in. Watch this. Oh, oh man, <laughs> I you, thought he'd twerk. You can do it, put your back into it. Uh, <laughs> okay, so these next two, the last two, uh, there's a theme, these are both Christmas movies. Okay, okay. this is a one star review. With the subject line, heartwarming, but strange. <laughs> if you have a taste for the strange, this is the Christmas movie for you. Bad in every way. But we were able to watch it to the end. <laughs> Congratulations. That's great. Uh, I'm going to say Jingle All the Way 2, starring Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Incorrect. 2. 
two. Nope. Eddie's Island Getaway. This subject line, one star review, subject line, Spartan helmets don't float. <laughs> and the rest of it is, and also everything else was just hot garbage as well. Do you want me to read it again? Is it, is it um, 300 Crazy Nights? That's funnier than anything I okay. was going to say. This is a three-star review. The subject line is, so dumb. I watched this to the end because I was hoping it would get better, but it never did. I gave it three because tween girls would probably love it. So this is one film... Yeah. That tween girls would probably love and Spartan helmets don't float. And it's, and it, what was the first one? It's, they hated it, but they did watch it. Yeah, heartwarming but strange. Heartwarming but strange. It's a wonderful life. <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 3. That's what I made up. That's going to be a mermaid for Christmas. A mermaid for Christmas? Okay, now this, these, <laughs> these reviews make me so happy. All right. Subject line, soft porn. One star. This has been advertised as a classic Christmas movie. We sat down to watch it with our teenage grandchild. I ignored the R rating, thinking it must be incorrect. It was not. It is a piece of trash full of the most vile cursing yeah. I have heard. This is so... It is full of soft porn yeah. showing naked adults acting out copulation. I turned it off and threw it in the garbage where it belongs. I am not a prude, but was much embarrassed to have played a part of it for my relatives. Amazon should move it to their adults-only section. Does Amazon have a pornography section? This is a question I'm genuinely Listen, asking. Before you guys guess, I just have to keep reading them because it goes on and on. It and is I love the it. bad Santa. Is it the bad Santa? This is a one-star review. Okay. Subject line, nudity shocking. <laughs> Was shocked by the nudity. Inappropriate for viewing. We'll need, to, we'll need to only watch the edited version on TV. <laughs> the rest of the content has a great positive message about the holiday. This is a one-star review, and the subject line is one star. Should be X-rated, went in the trash. <laughs> one-star review. This is not a family Christmas movie. Would have would not have rented this movie if I'd seen the R rating. Filthy language, innuendo, not suitable to be listed as a Christmas movie. Very disappointed that I cannot get a refund. I rent a lot of movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, one more. One star review. Yuck. <laughs> Seriously. This movie is one creepy situation after another. <laughs> Sleazy, unprofessional work relationships. Old men and young women. 
very bizarre fake sex on a movie set. <laughs> this movie does not age well. It's a wonderful life. Do y'all know what it is? Because I haven't... Justin, guess. I don't know. It's what? Love Actually. Oh. Yuck! Now, I have not... Oh, no, we wore out the first interpreter. <laughs> was it all the yelling? It was, yes. <laughs> the hand movements had to be bigger? Okay. Um, now, I've never seen Love Actually... How close did I approximate it? The summer camp I work for holds an annual ravioli eating contest among the staff. I have, I have been whiplash from what Travis just did to the first thing you just said. I have been dubbed the ravioli champion as I have won for the past five years. Due to some changes in my health, I'm okay. I just got to eat better. Yeah, yeah. We all do. Time passes. Yeah, but also you're the ravioli champion, so I assume you do indeed have to eat better. I've come to the conclusion that my I'll one defining feature is I consume a lot of ravioli. Anyways, I have some health concerns. <laughs> I've come to the conclusion that I won't be able to participate next year. When I tried to tell my coworkers this, they all thought I was joking. They even got me a certificate framed and all to hang on my wall for my past achievements and gorging myself on pasta. Brothers, how do I resist the peer pressure to eat a ridiculous amount of ravioli and remain a champion? That's from Stuffed in Scotch Plains, New Jersey, are you here? Yeah, that's a ravioli king if I've ever heard. You know, the one thing I do have to say before we begin with the great goofs and spoofs, a ravioli eating competition? <laughs> Is this a common thing that I'm just not plugged into? No, no, here's what I will say, because I, I edited this question down for time, but there was a line in it where they said that there was a restaurant in the town of the summer camp that had an all-you-could-eat ravioli night. Okay, huh. that's Which, all you need to in say. and of itself, seems like it should be shut down by the CDC. Yeah. <laughs> Ravioli's not a type of food that I think I could stomach infinite of. No. Ravioli's not the type of food where I eat a heap and helping, and I say, I could eat three to four more heap and helpings of ravioli, please. It actually seems like you could like set up a weird drinking style game, but ravioli game, where you set up a chessboard with different ravioli squares, and if you land on one, the other person have to eat it, and they die. That's a fun game that you just invented. Thank you. I think I think you have to participate. Wait. Cool. <laughs> Let me finish. You can't be ravioli champion and then just bow out and not let people take a shot at the oh. at the the master of at ravioli the at the ravioli champion, right? They got to have a shot at the crown. What you got to do is go in and I'm sorry, eat a tasteful amount of ravioli. Just a regular Healthy portion of ravioli. <laughs> you know, six. Yeah. It's six. You're no longer able to compete at the maximum level, and it's fair for you to bow out. But honestly... You do have to lose. I think you should have to lose. Now, here's what I will say. Bet against yourself. Oh, <laughs> okay. Take a fall. Yeah. Now, you're the ravioli champion. There is a certificate in your cubicle or whatever. 
put a large amount of money against yourself. Is there a danger, Travis? Is there a danger? That you won't make it into the Ravioli Hall of Fame? No. That they'll start eating the ravioli and then, well, (laughs) (laughs) I do love this wonderful stuff. Oh, and I they'll do get that ravioli madness. I do have the fire of competition in my belly. Yeah, and I do have the plaque and all. That's always a risk. I Justin. guess I should go ahead and pound more ravioli. I'm that, about. Listen, I'm worried about that. It might happen. The spark, and then that stinks because you die of ravioli poisoning, and also you lost your dang money. <laughs> is the other thing that you bet against yourself. It you is. may eat what you think is a normal amount of ravioli, make it to the end, and they're like, you won by a lot. And you look at everybody else like, what's wrong with you all? This that stuff is, is amazing. That is a good question. Have you often won by two or three times as much as everyone else? Because it might just be when you've eaten one more than the next person, stop. I'm just now realizing I'm really hungry for ravioli. God, I know, right? I could go for some ravioli. I could go for some ravioli right now. I need to be the devil's advocate here and say, don't enter the ravioli competition. Follow your instincts. You, Griffin's right. Don't enter the ravioli competition. Let someone win, then challenge them. It's the second movie. You train someone to win. That's ravioli one. Then you're coming back for ravioli two to beat the person you trained because they got pretty cocky and you need to show them what a real ravioli champ looks like. It's like in Rocky two. Ravioli three? Yeah. Someone else eats your friend. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was... (laughs) It would be like if in Rocky II, Rocky's doctor was like, hey, your cholesterol is crazy. You can't just keep drinking eggs out of a pitcher. All you have to do is stop eating eggs. No one's paying Well, I'm the best eggs. egg eater. That's not it, Rocky. <laughs> That's nothing. The movie's not about you being a good egg eater. Then what's it about? You could just have some celery. You burn more <laughs> calories eating. I want to eat eggs. But I'm the egg. Agria. <laughs> did you say Agrian out loud? I did. That's a fun. It's fun. <laughs> it just came across my. What if just slowly behind that hut, a doll rose up? Paul, don't do it. Haunted Doll Watch. If you've never listened to our program before, and I, it's in this room, distinct possibility. Uh, we like How many to, of you just heard there was something going on in they saw You today. saw a huge line of people, and you're like, ah, screw it. I'll hop in line. Uh, we like to keep tabs on the paranormal being sold on the Electronic Bay. And uh, here's what I found today. Oh, I'm looking at it. It's a two and a half foot tall Santa statue with a beach ball and a red hat. Oh, no. No, it's not the haunted doll on the stage. This is haunted doll Jody, a sad paranormal doll. Aww. Oh. Uh, currently, it's on sale for $10. I'm assuming it will not be by the time this segment has ended. 
Haunted Doll Jody, a sad paranormal doll put on sale by Pretty Willow. 335 ratings, 100% positive feedback. This doll haunted. (laughs) That's a a guarantee from your friend Justin McRoy. Haunted Doll Jody, sad paranormal doll. Story on Jody. I just got her last weekend along with many other dolls. But I have a few dolls that are getting upset that there are so many in my home now. That will happen. Hey, Jody, is it the dolls or is it your niece, Vicky? <laughs> are the dolls upset or does Vicky say you need to clean this house or I'm moving out? Oh, I thought you said meant the dolls didn't like Vicky. <laughs> I have a few other dolls getting upset. There are so many in my home now. With this being said, I work with all my dolls, and many of them have many stories to tell. Expect this little doll. It's just what it says. <laughs> oh, that's it. It says, "Expect this Can little you doll." Buy it. Expect it. <laughs> Expect it. I will deliver. Jody is near five inches tall. She is old, and she was found when my son and I did a paranormal investigation on a private property that was abandoned. Private property. So that was you abandoned. looted. <laughs> you robbed. I think a private property that is abandoned is a public property, right? Uh, I still it? think it's. <laughs> no one was in the house when we broke in. Yeah, to look for haunted dolls. Along with her, there was many other dolls that I had found. The owner said I could have the dolls. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I don't believe so it was, you. It was a private property that was abandoned, <laughs> and you said, hey, can we loot your house? And they were like, take whatever dolls yeah. you want. They don't want me to loot. Stay perfectly quiet. <laughs> they told me by how asleep they were. <laughs> The owner said that I could have the dolls. They have been there for such a long time, and he never really bothered with them. So after bringing these dolls into my home, I decided to try to work with this one first, doing a spirit box on this doll. Yeah. I can't really get clear answers from this doll uh. other than her name is Jody. She won't give me an age, but she says she is very sad. Oh. And she was locked away too long. I don't feel she is bad, just sad? That sounds like you apologizing for a friend that none of your other friends like. Yeah. yeah. They're not bad. They're just sad. So I don't have time right now. He's to, just hungry. I don't have time right now to keep trying to get answers from her. I'm, I'm busy. So why are you getting rid of your dog? Oh, I just can't with Jody anymore. Woof! This doll would be great if you have time to talk to her and maybe get the answers yourself. I so if you work for yourself from home, adopt Jody. I do feel sad when I hold her. I must have this doll. I would love to have something to blame my sadness on. Griffin, why are you so sad all the time? I don't know, but I'm holding this doll. I cannot guarantee your doll will, quote, perform for you. These are real individuals that lived real lives and are worthy of respect. None of those three (laughs) things are true. (laughs) They may take a bit of time to warm up to you, or they may show themselves to you right away. Or they might just be an empty doll. (laughs) Please do not adopt a haunted object with no intent of offering them attention. They're like a Tamagotchi, folks. You have to take care of them. You have to take care of them. Or communication. They're human beings. 
They're not, though. Even if they're ghosts, they're ghosts. They don't need to eat or sleep or drink or anything. They're human beings, not party tricks or meant to just sit on a shelf. So you want, don't expect them to do tricks, but don't not expect them to do (laughs) tricks either. Have them do some tricks. An adoption to be taken seriously, particularly with children that need a motherly touch. Wait. Whoa. (laughs) Hey, big jump. That sentence is a journey. English was not meant to convey this level of information with just a scant few words, but suddenly this person's entire world has been opened up to. Come, walk in the door of those 10 words and see their entire existence laid bare. If you have any questions, feel free to ask. Oh, I have questions. What was the last thing you just said hey, all jump, about? Jump back 10 words, one more again. Due to eBay rules, I must pose this. All paranormal dolls and stories are for entertainment purposes. But I'll let you be the judge of that. If you have any questions, feel free to ask me. All caps. I will be listing many more. The end. That's Haunted Doll Watch. Do you think when they list in the thing like, this is for entertainment purposes only, but I'll let you be the judge of that. Email like contacts them like, hey, you can't, you can't <laughs> actually yeah. say psych at the end. Yeah. It's like a roll. We asked you not to do like it's like if we said you can't sell weed and you're like this is a weed, but it is. But like, it is weed. It's not weed, the- but it's green, and when you burn it, it gets you high. Great. All right, we can do audience questions. We uh, have some sent in by you all. If we can get house lights turned on. Now, listen, uh, there were no seat numbers, so we have, like, names we'll do first initial, and if there's any confusion. All right, first. We're going to say the first initial of a first name. I meant the first initial of the last name. All B's rust the stage. Yes. All B's. Uh, So we have a microphone right here and right here down front, uh, and I'm just going to start calling some folks down. Um, Maddie M., you have a question about your grandma. Uh, Maddie M. with a question about their grandma. Come on down. Uh, Christy H. who has a question about a speeding ticket. Come on down. Logan. Thanks. (laughs) I had that coming. All right. Logan W. uh, has a question about their uh, gift for their roommate. Uh, Yeah, baby. Grip and rip it. Yeah, crunch one for the... Hey, we're not going home yet. The show's only been four hours long. Let's go! Yeah. And let's also get Charlie C., who has a question about some bones. All right. What's Uh, the deal with these bones? We're going to need more house lights because, weirdly, you're illuminating everybody but the people standing at the microphones. That may be all we got to work with. It's a historic theater. Okay. All right, friend over... Hey, everyone, turn on your cell phone lights around No, don't do this thing. Do it. It'll be like, it'll be fun and ca- special holiday yes. magic. Okay, here we go. We'll start over here. Hi. No, here's where all oh the Oh my God, it's kind of are. working. Hello, over here. Hi. Hi. If you're directly in front of the person, we probably don't need to do that. Okay, go on. Um, okay, so my grandmother. Oh, what's your, sorry, what's your oh, name? Oh, yeah, sorry. Hi, I'm Maddie. Hi, Matt. she, Hi Maddie. Thank you, Maddie. <laughs> yes, if you want to give your pronouns, that would be very helpful. Thank you. So uh, my grandmother is in the hospital and she like went into the hospital like three days ago. And so we were like, oh, no, she is not going to be out for Christmas. 
Um, but my grandmother. Come on, you. Okay. Yeah, I'm bringing You've it around. You got this. You can do it. My, I believe in you. <laughs> my grandmother is an old Irish woman who is um, resilient. So yeah. shall so we say? You already said old Irish woman. Yeah. So um, she texted my cousins and I in our group chat and asked if we could throw a Christmas rager in her hospital room. Okay. I. Yeah. I cursed. <laughs> I'm sorry. And so I just want to know the best way to pull this off uh, without getting us or grandma kicked out of the hospital. Kicked out of the hospital. I don't know. Wait, hold on. Can they kick people out of hospitals for the... Hey, you are too cool. Get out of here. Francis Ford is pretty wild. Uh, Yeah, they can kick you right out of hospital, Travis. You're not granted diplomatic immunity because you're inside of a hospital. But I, it's hard you don't to understand. the dean of the hospital. You don't understand. Hospital official, she's sick. <laughs> okay, and she wants to have a party. There we go. There's some more lights. Uh, yeah. Um, You're going to need some IV bags full of vodka. Or gin. Yeah, or White Claw. Or Bloody Mary. Probably not the Bloody Mary. Probably not the it Bloody Mary. It looks like blood. That would be fun. You're right. That would be fun, Trav. Yeah, that, you're right, Trav. That don't one no. Would don't be put fun. it in your arm. Don't put any of them in your arm. Oh my gosh! Listen, do everybody got they got the hospital booties? Get a little like old time rock and roll, like slide like dun 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 dun. dun That's good. Like in risky business, and you slide around. Little cups of Jello shots. Okay, that's good. I mean, listen, they. Hospital gowns don't have backs. You're halfway to a party already. Okay. I've been to a lot of parties. Rarely do they feature open butt cracks. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to the wrong parties. Is there a way, and I'll just base this on some of my like party expertise. Is there a way that there could be a comfortable couch in an entirely different room and a yes. cat that you can just kind of hang out Where? with? <laughs> Where maybe Mario Party is happening. Yeah. So last time she got sick, I did sneak my cat into the hospital. All right. So my, you, would you say that my idea has been the only good one so far? <laughs> I don't know. Those little jello, the little jello cup shots. That's a pretty good yeah. one so too. So you're saying that we've helped. You guys have. Yeah. Yay! Hey. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Is this Hello. close enough to the mic? If, if we could get some more uh, cell phone lights over here. Yeah. There oh, go. my God. Oh, yeah. You all rule. Thank you guys so much. I like the people over here holding up their phones. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Very sweet. Hello. I am Christy. Hi, Hi Christy. Um, so for my birthday yesterday, I got tickets to come here. I was very excited. Oh, that's so nice. And is the person standing with you with you? Yes, this is my little sister. She's okay, here for I emotional support because I'm just you. so excited yeah, right now. <laughs> yes. Well, all of the underlighting didn't help with Travis's <laughs> sort of <laughs> presumption. Yes, that was so. not a criticism of everybody's <laughs> lighting job. Yeah, I saw you all. You guys are doing amazing. Thank you so much. We'll get an angle. You're too sweet. Okay. Yeah, so on my way here, I was really excited, and we were listening to Taz. And but now you're disappointed. No, I was just swept away by the tapestry that I didn't realize I was speeding a little bit. Oh, no. The adventure so. zane does have that effect. <laughs> yeah. 
What would so, Zane do? I got pulled over for my first time on the way here. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. By a West Virginia police officer? No, by Ohio. Oh, <laughs> that, that's why. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm I should have warned. Hey, listen. Here's a non-joke. As you're going home tonight, don't speed in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. You will watch the speed limit there's, go like 55, 60, 55, 60, 55, there's re- 60. There's real laws over there. <laughs> over here, here in West Virginia, there is no law about the number of people riding in the back of a pickup truck, where in Ohio, that number is zero. <laughs> in West Virginia, this is true, the open container law is it has to be out of the reach of the driver. <laughs> so you... You, as the driver, could just sort of play T-Rex and just be like... (laughs) Anyway, tragic, we should have... This, honestly, this one's on us. We should have warned you. The first time I ever got pulled over was in Ohio. Wait, wait, wait. What's your question? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, my little sister's in the car. I was freaking out, and then I was like... Blame it on her. My parents paid for the tickets to come here. How do I get them to pay for the ticket for Christmas? Okay. (laughs) So, the first time I ever got a speeding ticket, I was going 15 miles over the speed limit. That's what happened today. That's what I did today. That's what you did today? (laughs) Yes. And the officer who pulled me over said, I'm going to list it as being nine miles, because if it's 10 or more, it's reckless endangerment. This guy was not as nice. (laughs) They said what? He was not as nice and caught me for Oh, okay. So then I, as they were writing the ticket, I called my father, Clint McRoy, and I told him what happened, and he goes, can you talk about it all the way? And I said, Dad, I feel like he's already being pretty nice. And Dad said, come on. And now I refuse to try to talk the police officer out of it to the disappointment of my father. Can you get our father to guilt you in the past? No, probably not. This is also... Where are you from? Columbus. Oh. You should have known Okay, so my advice is going to be don't go to Ohio anymore and you're fine. That's a real city. That's a real city. You should know about cops. Uh, maybe talk to some police here and see if they can because one time another story about my dad I got a ticket for expired uh, like stickers on my license plate and I had to go to uh, City Hall and talk to someone and my dad said and in this tone of voice ask them if they know who we are And here's he a, didn't mean podcast luminaries, no. to be fair. And I did, and they did, and it was fine. <laughs> Wait, it worked? Yeah. Oh, that's what's wrong with America. So maybe try that. Has <laughs> your dad been on radio for 40 years? Is that an option? No, if but it's not. Really just tell him he was. They don't know. It's radio. <laughs> Listen. Yes. Are your parents cool? <laughs> Pretty much cool, yeah. Do they listen to the show? No, but they know of you guys because they listen to you a lot. What are their names? No. Not stop. last I'm names. Not gonna do that. Not last names. First names. So what do you call them? Mom and dad, but they go by Mark and Doreen. Mom and dad. Hey, mom and dad. <laughs> hey, mom and dad. It's me, Travis. You know, if you think, how old are you? Nineteen. Nineteen. If you think about it. 
what's $2.5 a year? Or I, no, $25 a year. How much was the ticket? Uh, 135. Okay, that's not, hey, that's not that bad. I was really shocked. I thought it was going to be 300 because I've never been pulled over before. Okay, look in their, hey, mom and dad, look in their eyes. That's your baby. <laughs> Stop it. Hey, no, no, stick with me on this. That's your baby. Are you going to really make them sweat? $135? That's like one StubHub ticket to on My Brother, My Brother, and Me show. <laughs> That's nothing. I just feel bad, like, because my parents paid for this, and I just don't want them to pay for it. They've paid for everything up till now. I'll Venmo you. I'm a three-year-old. Can I tell you how much more, more money than that? Okay, listen, I'll Venmo you. Just email me. I'll Venmo you the ticket money. It's fine. Next question. I fixed it. Thank you, guys. Email me. I'll Venmo you. JustinAtTeenGoogle.com. Email me on Venmo. You only you though. JustinAtTeenGoogle.com. JustinAtTeenGoogle.com. Hello, how can I help? Hello. Wait, did that help? Wait, Wait. I know it did. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. This is so beautiful. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm Charlie. Hi, uh, Charlie. And it's a great uh, name. Can you angle the microphone up just a little bit? Yeah. So. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> no worries. It's okay. Jesus. Um, <laughs> And apologies in advance if, like, um, something doesn't make sense. I just got back from wisdom teeth surgery, so. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hey, everyone, grab the armrests. Go on. Okay. Um, so I live on, on a farm, and my stepmom hikes a lot. And um, she's gotten this hobby of collecting bones. Oh, a um, bone collector. Yeah. <laughs> um, like the documentary. Yeah, they're pretty much everywhere in our house. Like, um, our house is decorated in them. Uh, they're scattered throughout the yard because our dogs get them, too. Um, oh, it's a family <laughs> affair. Yeah. Are um, you here to turn her in? <laughs> um, maybe. Um, I, there's also piles of them on the front porch. Um, Bone piles. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And, um, As one might see in <laughs> Castlevania. Yeah. Um, they've been there for about three years now. I asked her once why, and she said she was bleaching them, but I feel like after three years they should be bleached. Um, hey, and also, <laughs> that's not a good answer for why you have bones. That's as if somebody said, why you, you know have the only reason to say why I have bones so I can stand up and move my arms and eat food. <laughs> um, but, I mean, basically my question is, how can I get her to take the bones off the porch at least? Well, here's the good news. If you steal them, what's she going to do? <laughs> call the police? Good luck with that call. <laughs> hey, is this the police? Someone stole my bones. You should make a, you should make a bone pit, but work real hard on it, and paint it and stuff with good colors. And put that on YouTube. Put up a fun sign and be like, "I spent all day making you a bone pit. You're not gonna move them to the bone pit. I made this for you." And then it's kind of a guilt thing. That yeah. works on that works on me. Usually. And maybe start signs like 50 miles out, like "Don't miss the bone pit." Don't miss the bone pit. It's a tourist attraction. I made it. Yeah. What else is she saving them for if not for people to see them? Because if she doesn't want people to see them, she killed those things. Well, I would 
assume she does want people to see them because they're like all over our house and she's not exactly hiding them on the porch. They're just in piles next to the door. When no one's coming, you have to get the <laughs> word out. Okay. If, okay. if in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, <laughs> the documentary, the documentary, <clears throat> if the teens had rolled up to the house and there had been an affable guide who was like, Look at all my great bones. <laughs> I don't think the bones would be very scary. True. I think we're all putting a lot of stigma on these bones. <laughs> so what Griffin is saying is it's not a problem at all. No, Apparently, it's not a problem. <laughs> the problem is branding. <laughs> yes. 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 So maybe if you got on board with if you maybe the problem's with you. If you if you petition the Department of Transportation to put up a, a, an official sign on the highway advertising the bone zone, <laughs> now it's fun. Now it's a moneymaker. Hello. Does that help? Yes, it does. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I need... I need my fireflies. We're, we're going to help you extremely quickly because we're running out of time. Okay. Hi. Um, hi. That's a I'm... great shirt. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I, I, good good speed, Trav. <laughs> um, hi, I'm hey, Logan. Hey, shirt is great. You deserve... I, I appreciate it a lot. Um, I'm Logan. Um, she, her. Hello. Um, so I, I, I like getting gifts that I know that people are going to use and that people can like use like over time and stuff. So... Would it be like entirely too inappropriate to get my roommate um, cleaning supplies for yes. Christmas? There, mm, Logan. Wait, 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 wait. Ten seconds. Why is it a good idea to do this thing? Um, because I feel like it could save a lot of time. You know, busy people. For is there, you? Hey, Logan, is there any sort of little bit of like a kind of slight hint of maybe you could? Use these around the house. Well, anyone could. Yeah, Logan. Logan. Okay, yeah, okay. Okay, okay Logan. Logan. But is there maybe like, are these maybe like shade brand? Like you're kind of throwing a little there, bit of. So I was thinking of like those like, lit, I don't know if you, okay, so those litter boxes that I've seen online for years that are like, the, there's like a top layer that you can like like sift yeah, it out and they then just like toss do it. it. They don't and do it, do they? Logan, they don't do it, do they? They don't clean it out very much, do they? Logan. 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 Uh, okay, that might well cut out. Thank you so much, Logan. Thank you. <laughs> Logan, Logan, um, do just, it. Just do it. I mean, it'll what? be weird for a while, but they might appreciate At it. At least you're giving the greatest gift, which is a story <laughs> of why they moved out. <laughs> does that help? It does. Thank right, you. Thank you so much. Um, Okay, you can go ahead and lower the house lights. Thank there. you, thank you so much. Uh, oh, that's brighter. <laughs> the other way. Turn the no grab the knob. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I have. Uh, this is so cool. Uh, I'm really excited. Um, so tonight's event is a a benefit. This is the sad part of the show is when I tell you that we don't make any money off. And there's, I lost money like on this show because I bought this sweater. There's so many, and it seemed like a good idea, 
But then there are so many of you here that it started to feel a little bit like hubris. The good part of that, though, is that tonight's event is a fundraiser for Harmony House, which uh, seeks to help non-sheltered people in our community. Are there any reps from Harmony House here? Any Harmony House folks in the audience? Yay! Hey, thank you. So, I've got some good news for y'all. Um, uh, uh, actually, Harmony House folks, do you want to stand up so everybody can give you another round of applause because you do amazing work? Okay. So, um, uh, we have friends at a company called Me Undies, and I know that underwear is always a need for y'all. Our good friends at MeUndies have donated uh, 200 pairs of underwear. They have sent to, well, it's in a box at my house, but when Sydney comes to work, I'll have her bring it. Um, but so that, thank you so much to MeUndies. That's super cool of them. That's if they read another round of applause for MeUndies, it's great. So here's the, here's the even more exciting news. Uh, the folks here have uh, bought tickets. They've bought posters. They got fired by my father-in-law. A service I received for free. <laughs> they donated, um, and not counting what everyone is going to go out and spend on um, posters and what have you after this, uh, we are going to be able to uh, donate to Harmony House $43,355. So, so and, that is cool. And here's the thing that I, I cannot stress enough. When we say we, we mean we. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is through you all that this is done, and this is what our... Seventh, hundred, yeah, we've done a lot of candle lights, and every year, whether it's through the candlelight show or MBMBM Angels or whatever, you all have continuously blown us away by your generosity and your willingness to support our hometown and the people here who need help. And I, 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 I don't have words for it. Thank it you so much. Give me. yourselves another big round of applause. We can lower the lights now. That's great. Harmony House, you all do amazing work. Thank you so much for everything you do. Are we about ready to wrap up? Yes. yes. Thank well, you. And we, we, we also want to say real quick, we couldn't do this show without Paul Saboran. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You all can go ahead and take the house lights out. It's extremely uh, Amanda, distracting. Amanda, who helped put the show together. Um, all, all the Smurls, yes. everyone. From Wait, thank you to the Heart Choose Joy players. They sang for us. The Ushers, the Kellers, uh, Levi Kelly, Michael Meadows, and Joe Eddins helped make the stage amazing. The uh, uh, All the performers in uh, the Sawbones show, thank you so much to all Wonderful. of you. Thanks to Dwight Slappy, who immediately after his role was complete, went to the bar across the street to watch the Bills game. <laughs> Dwight. Uh, let's champ. hear it for Still, still Buffering. Still Buffering. Woo! Let's hear it for wonderful. Let's hear it for the Keith Albee. The, the Keith, Keith Albee, amazing, beautiful Historic. venue. The city of Huntington. Um, another big round of applause because she worked so hard. Uh, my mother-in-law, Mary Smurl, made uh, this, all this happen. She's amazing. Thank you to John Roderick and the Long Winters for these for a theme song instead of Bar Trophy album, Putting the Days to Bed, and also, I guess, Jimmy Buffett because yeah. we've, there's been quite a bit. I right. also want a huge round of applause for our dad, Clint McElroy. Clint McElroy, ladies and gentlemen.
All right, time to wrap up. Everybody, come on up to the microphones. Please don't be shy. We're all family here. Nobody's moving. Let's just start playing the song. Just give me like a one, three, two, three, four. Nibbling on sponge cake. Everybody. Watching the sun bake. All of the tourists covered with oil. Strumming my six string. Now on my front porch swing. Smell those shrimp, they're beginning to boil. Wasting away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost shaker of salt Salt! 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 Some people claim that there's a woman to blame But I know It's my own dang fault Justin, take a verse I don't know the reason I stayed here all season. What's the next sentence? Sydney. But it's a real beauty. A Mexican cutie. How it got here, I haven't a clue. Wasting away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost shaker of salt Salt, salt, salt Some people claim that there's a woman to blame But I know it's my own dang fault Third verse, I guess Threw out my flip-flop. There we go. Stepped on a pop-top. Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Sabore. Cut my heel, had to cruise on back home. You know these words. But there's booze in the blender. And soon it will render. That frozen concoction that helps me hang on. Y'all know the chorus. Sing the chorus. Searching for my lost sugar of salt. Salt, salt, salt. Some people claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know it's my own damn fault. One more chorus, I hey, think. Yeah, one more, everybody. Let me hear you. Wasting away again in Margaritaville. Griffin, drop out the guitar. Let's just hear, hear it. Searching for my lost shaker of salt. Salt! 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 Some people claim that there's a woman to blame. But I know it's my own name. Everybody, thank you so much for coming to Cadillac 2019. Drive home safely. And kiss your dad square on the lips! Bye. Say bye-bye!
Bye-bye.